You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 285. Hello, how are you doing today? So I wanted to create a podcast specifically for you that gives you a little bit of insight into why you might be experiencing overwhelm, frustration in your law practice generally. And the reason I'm doing this is one, to bring you awareness, but two, to invite you to my brand new masterclass. And it's happening on Friday, November 3rd at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern. It's called Take Control of Your Law Practice, Conquer Billing, Time Management, Client Expectations, and more. The frustrations that you might be feeling right now, whether it is about clients, whether it's about employees, whether it's about your billing practices or your lack thereof, or anything else, your time management, anything else in your practice really comes from one particular thing. And I'm going to talk about this in terms of a funnel. So I want you to imagine just a regular old kitchen funnel. And at the top, you're going to have all of your inputs, all of the emails that you're getting, all of the employee, you know, frustrations that you might have, all of the thoughts about, you know, what's going right, what's going wrong in your practice, all of the workload that keeps coming in. That's coming in at the top of the funnel. And so what I'm going to share with you in this snippet from a masterclass I did in the past on take control of your law practice is I'm really breaking down what is happening in your practice that is creating the issue and then how to begin narrowly defining the problem and then creating a solution for it. Because ultimately, and this is what I always tell my clients, you are in control of your practice. You get to make the decisions. You're in power. And the problem is almost definitely coming from how you are currently looking at the situation and not implementing the principles that I'm going to talk about in this snippet. So it's about 10 minutes long. It's really going to set you up to understand where the problem is. And then in the masterclass, when you come and sign up, you are going to learn how to apply the principles that I'm talking about to your law practice, how you can take them and practically apply them. And I'm going to give you examples of how it's done. I'm going to give you real life client examples. You're going to see how lawyers have been able to change their practice and move from overwhelmed to feeling more in control, from feeling frustrated and angry and like it's absolutely hopeless <laughs> that they can change anything to creating change consciously. So I wanted to offer this up to you. It's going to start off by introducing you to me. So if you're pretty new to this podcast, it's going to give you a little bit of my background and understanding about why I got into this in the first place, how I got into coaching lawyers. So you'll have that background. And then at the very end, we're going to wrap up and I will invite you. You can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash take control to sign up for this masterclass. And I want to encourage you to sign up because 
you are going to learn so many mindset skills, but you're also going to get strategy. Okay. And that is really what is going like that combination, that one, two punch of mindset and strategy is what makes change because you can't do the strategy until you have the mindset. And so I could give you all the strategy in the world. I could tell you how to do things all day long, but you will not do them. Why? Because you don't have the mindset to implement them. And that's okay. It's all learnable. But I want to share with you that you need both. And this masterclass is going to show you how they work together so that you can make the changes that you want. So go to dinacataldo.com forward slash take control to sign up. And I will see you at the end of this audio and video. You can watch the video on YouTube, and I will also link to that in the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash 285. All right. I'll see you on the other side. I want to just introduce myself briefly. If you don't know me, this is an ancient picture, okay? I feel like I look so much younger now, (laughs) like 10 years out from this photograph, Like this is something that when you start to implement the principles we're talking about, I mean, I don't know if they de-aged me, but I definitely feel better about my appearance now. So if you don't know me, I was a criminal prosecutor working 50 to 70 hours a week as a trial attorney. I used food and alcohol to numb my feelings of inadequacy and self-doubt. And after three years of increasing overwhelm at work, I was diagnosed with breast cancer at 29 years old. And when chemo felt like a vacation, I realized I needed to do something different with my life and I wanted something more. So I tried starting a business and I found myself drowning not only in the legal work I was still doing, but then as a new entrepreneur. And so I I want to share my after with you. I started putting myself and what I wanted first. That was the hugest shift. And as I'm looking at the Q&A, like I'm noticing I'm not seeing that, right? Are you putting yourself first? And I know it can feel so uncomfortable thinking this or thinking that you should be doing this or could do that, but it is something we have to do. And our society trains us not to care about ourselves, especially women. We care about everybody else. But if we start caring about ourselves, if we start really putting attention on what we want, then we're selfish. And then we feel guilty about it. I am here to tell you that it is actually a requirement to take control of your law practice. I turned myself into a morning person. I used to have this habit of just hitting snooze a dozen times and rushing to work, but I knew what I needed to put myself first was to give myself space in the morning. And that's why I decided to turn myself into a morning person. I calmed my calendar by constraining my business growth activities and by constraining, which we're going to talk about today and how to really do that, that grew my business. I stopped people-pleasing and saying yes to every opportunity at the office. I started coaching lawyers to help them get in control of their law practices. And then I left my career to start a new one at 41. In 2019, I made shifts to create that after that I just told you about that I'm going to tell you about today. So what's required to create your version of an after? Let me know in the Q&A. So here's what's slowing you down. What society teaches us is required to succeed. What society teaches us is that we need to follow instructions. 
we need to do more, of course. We need to work more, work harder, stay later. And then if things still aren't working, we just need to follow the instructions more closely and do more work. Does that sound familiar to you at all? Let me know in the Q&A if it does, right? Like we're really sold this bill of goods that if we work extremely hard, if we really just push ourselves to the limit, if we're willing to stay up later, if we're willing to work weekends, if we're willing to get up early and work harder, that somehow that makes us a better human being and we are going to be more successful, that we're going to get to the top of that mountaintop and we're going to be able to plant that red flag and tell everybody, including ourselves, that we did a good job. But once you're at the top, what do you have left? What is left of your life? Where is the you in your life? This mountain of misery mentality is what slows us down and prevents us from seeing the true problem. When we are here in that, we keep looking for what to do that will make life easier and will make us more productive. Let's look for a new planner. Let's keep looking for some new tech because new tech's going to solve the problem. Let me stay late at the office and let me bring work home because if I bring work home, then I'll finally be able to catch up. Let me check my emails at all hours because I want to make sure everybody knows that I'm working really hard and I don't want to miss anything and I want to make sure that you know I don't have as much work tomorrow. Let me look for ways to cut me out of my life so I can work more. Let me cut out the gym. Let me skip lunch. Let me even put off bathroom breaks. I'm not even kidding. I've had a client who came to me and she told me that she did that. We really, when we're in this mountain of misery mentality, put ourselves last. Let me know if you can relate to this. Can you relate to putting yourself last? You're putting not only yourself last, but you're telling yourself that you're doing all of this work for the greater good, that eventually it's going to pay off, that one day you're going to feel better, that one day your family is really going to appreciate all of the work that you've done. And now, right now, you just can't spend that much time because you've got to work harder. And this is some of what you experience when you're in this mountain of misery. And let me know, like, tell me, in the Q&A, if any of these resonate with you. So you might be feeling exhausted and depleted. I know I felt that way for a really long time. You might constantly be looking for another box to check to feel productive. You keep looking for another summit, another goal that you need to hit. There's always something more. You're never satisfied with what you have now. You really don't celebrate what you have right now. You're always looking for what's next. Or you beat yourself up for not getting more done. At the end of the day, you look at your task list and you're like, I just didn't get enough done. Like I should have been working harder. I shouldn't have, you know, taken so much time to do all of these things. Like I shouldn't have taken so much time to research that thing. Like, what am I doing? And if you relate to any of these, you are not alone. My clients go through the same things before they come to me. So here's what you actually need to do. Focus on who you are being day to day. And here's what I mean by that. Number one, stop looking for checklists to check off and start thinking and believing like a lawyer who is in control of her practice. Decide that this is your new identity, someone who is in control versus having a checklist mentality. Because when we have checklist mentality, 
that just means that we're doubting ourselves and our abilities, that you are more than capable. You have created a life for yourself that other people would envy. And if you're coming here, it's not because you don't have the capacity to change. It's because you know deep down you do have the capacity to change. And that's why you are here. You focus on guiding principles instead of checklists because how you think influences what you do. And today we're going to be talking about the three guiding principles that you need to internalize so that in your way of being, you are a lawyer who is in control of her practice. These are the same guiding principles that helped me and help the lawyers I work with stop feeling behind and inadequate and start feeling in control of their lives and their law practices. So here are the guiding principles to become the lawyer in control of her practice. And make sure this is the time you want to grab your pen and pencil or pen and paper because this is the time you're going to want to start taking notes. You're going to want to internalize these principles. These are the principles that are going to change your way of being so that you can be a lawyer in control of your practice, right? We're getting rid of that old checklist mentality, and we're diving into the new version of you. The three principles are mastering specificity, mastering problem solving, and mastering the art of decision making. And they are going to be in that order. Let me share with you why. So you can take control of your practice, right? Before I share with you how you can do this, I want to just mention what might be in your head right now right? You might be thinking, you know, I can take control of my practice in a lot of different ways, right? I can use tech. I can use a different planner. I could use that checklist mentality. And and I have had some success with that, working harder, staying up later. Why this way? Because you've tried other ways. And if you haven't tried other ways, what you're doing now is leaving you feeling behind, underpaid, and inadequate. Is it working? I know that I have tried all of the things And I kept feeling the same way and I kept producing the same result and I kept feeling more overwhelmed. It wasn't until I started introducing these three principles into my life that I really started to feel like I had some power in my life, that I was empowered to make change and that I could do it. So what happens in our life and what's happening in your law practice is you have a workload, right? And it all comes through the top of this funnel. You get a new email, it comes in. You get a new assignment, it comes in. You have a new client request, a voicemail, more email. Like all of these things just keep coming in through the top of the funnel. And it feels like you cannot get ahead. You can't stay above water. I've been there, so I get it. What we want to do is use these three principles to create refined output because the input is always going to come. Though if you're you're creating a practice that's making money, if you want to make money, the workload is always going to come. You're always going to have the emails. You're always going to have the requests. But what we can do is start thinking differently about how we manage them. And these three principles are going to help you do that to create a refined output. It is going to feel easier. It is going to feel smoother. 
All three principles are required to create the refined output that you want. One's great, but you need all three in order to create this for yourself. You can't make decisions without knowing your options, which are found when you problem solve. And you can't problem solve without getting specific about what the true problems are. So without all three principles, you will make poor decisions that will negatively impact your practice. So I hope that has enticed you. I hope that has given you some awareness as to why you're experiencing some of the frustrations and annoyances and anger in your practice. And it will entice you to come to the masterclass on Friday, November 3rd and you can sign up at dinacataldo.com forward slash take control. I look forward to seeing you there, my friend. Bye for now. 